Well, good afternoon, y'all, and happy Lord's Day. Happy Lord's Day, Father. Thank you, guys. Um, guys, look, today is a magnificent day. It is Divine Mercy Sunday. This is a wonderful day of God's mercy poured out upon the entire world. And uh, one of the great sacraments that we have of the Sacrament of Mercy is the Confession. I'll never forget, uh, I may have shared this story before, but um, it's worth sharing again. I'll never forget, I was a one-year-old priest. I was just newly ordained, and I was hearing second graders' confessions. <laughs> and uh, this little kid, after, uh, after he said his confession, I gave him absolution, and, and he just stayed sitting in his chair. And he just looked at me and he said, are my sins really forgiven? <laughs> I said, yeah, buddy. I said, your sins are really forgiven. And he looked at me and he went, really, really? I said, yeah, really, really. And he was like, huh. He said, well, what happened to him? <laughs> and I said, well, God just walked up and he blew on him. He went, Whew, and they were all gone. <laughs> and he goes, huh. Well, when's my second confession? <laughs> I said, the next, time you <laughs> the next time you commit a sin, you come on back. It was really beautiful. <clears throat> this little kid was wrapped up in the reality of God and how he's able to forgive his sins. And look, the seminary prepares us for certain things, but they did not prepare me to hear confessions. Um, my gosh, yes, they gave us the technical things. Yes, okay, I get it. It's what we call practicums, right? And somebody plays like they're the penitent, and you're playing like you're the priest, and you're having to listen to these crazy sins that you're like, oh my gosh, I hope I never hear that. But you do. Um, me and Deacon Dan have been playing uh, priest and penitent for the past three weeks as he's been preparing uh, for holy orders. So I've been the penitent, and he's been the priest. And uh, so I've been throwing him some doozies. Um, <laughs> so it's been really cool. But what do I mean? The seminary couldn't prepare us to hear confessions. They couldn't prepare my heart. They couldn't prepare the heart of the priest to hear the confessions. Because that's where the priest receives it. He doesn't just hear someone's sins as Jesus in the person of Christ. He takes on the sins and fills them deeply within his own heart and offers them to the Father. So as a priest, we are sharers in Jesus' mission. Jesus has sent us out as priests to share in His mission. And what is His mission? From the Father, Jesus' mission was a mission of mercy. That's why He came. He came to give us mercy. That mercy would ultimately lead Him to the cross. That mercy would ultimately lead him to resurrecting from the dead. That mercy ultimately leads him to opening the gates of heaven in the ascension so that we can be with him for all of eternity. This was the great mission of Jesus Christ. The mission of mercy. And the priest shares in that mission. That mission has to do with the forgiveness of sins. So you might be asking, Father, how do you know that? How do you know a priest shares in his mission of Jesus, the forgiveness of sins? Well, it's, it's right here in today's gospel reading. Chapter 20 of John, verse 19. Let's dig into it a little bit. See, this is the very beginning of Jesus' appearances to the apostles. He rises from the dead. He appears to Mary Magdalene. And now he appears to some of his apostles. And it says, On that evening, the first day of the week, the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. Jesus stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. 
I love this part. You got to put yourself in the apostles' position for just a second, right? The apostles were freaked out. They had heard, yes, Jesus had risen from the dead. They hadn't seen him yet. And the, the last thing they remember was Jesus was being drugged away by, by the guards, and he was beaten, and he was crucified, and life was not the same as what it used to be, and everything was turned upside down, and they were fearful because they thought that the Jews wanted to kill them as well. And so they were terrified. And man, if Jesus is risen from the dead, what's he going to tell us whenever he sees us? How disappointed he must have been because we all betrayed him, except for John. But this is the great mission of mercy. You see, mercy is receiving something that we don't deserve. The apostles did not deserve God's mercy. They betrayed him. But he gives it anyway, because this was the mission that the Father sent him on. And he says to them, peace be with you. <laughs> How amazing must that have been to hear those words from Jesus. It wasn't words of condemnation. It wasn't words of chastisement. Peace be with you. And when he says it to them, he shows his hands and his feet, the nail marks in his body. And Jesus says to them again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Okay, right there, we got to stop, right? There's the mission. The Father sent Jesus on a mission, and that mission was a mission of mercy. So now Jesus is saying, just as the Father sent me to pour out mercy, to forgive sins, so now I send you. Jesus gives the apostles the authority to pour out mercy and to forgive sins. Keep reading. When he had said this to them, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Who sends you forgive, they are forgiven. And who sends you retain, they are retained. Okay, this is really, really important. Where do we get this idea of the priest has the power to absolve sins, to forgive sins? A lot of people just say, you know what, that's really good for my second grader, but for me, I'm just going to go straight to God, right? Where do we get that idea? Because that is not the way that Jesus set it up. Jesus Christ himself, right here in John chapter 20, sets it up as the ordinary way to forgive sins is now through the priest. Because he is sharing his mission, his authority with the apostles. And that authority is passed on from generation to generation of priests with the laying on of hands at ordination. So this is his prerogative. <laughs> this is the prerogative of Jesus Christ. It's how he set it up. I'm not going to sit there and tell Jesus he can't do it that way. He sets it up this way. As the Father sends me, so I'm sending you. And he breathes on them. I love this. When was the last time we saw God breathe on somebody? It was in Genesis, wasn't it? Whenever Adam was formed into a man, and what does God do? God breathes into him. What is that breath of God? The breath of God is the transmission of his own divine life into Adam. And he's filled with the breath of God. So here's Jesus breathing on the apostles, transmitting his divine favor, his divine life, his divine authority upon them. For what? To forgive sins. 
to pour out mercy. You see, this is how he set it up. And from that moment on, the priest, the heart of the priest, longs to hear confessions. It longs to absolve people of their sins. It is this crazy experience that the seminary, again, never prepared me for and can never prepare a priest for. Because it's the heart of Jesus Christ inside the priest that expresses itself in this desire to pour out mercy and to heal the brokenhearted. I can only explain it in the way maybe as a doctor would experience it, right? If a doctor was going through, uh, through the city and all of a sudden someone fell and broke their arm, a doctor would instinctively have this desire to go and help and to fix the arm and to place it right so that the person would be in less pain. A dentist, the same way, right? A dentist has a desire to help alleviate the pain in, in people's mouths and their teeth. And so whenever someone begins to complain, my tooth has been hurting. Man, it's really been hurting real bad. And the dentist goes, well, let me check it out. And the person would look at him and go, well, I don't really believe in dentists. I don't kind of like what dentists do, right? They kind of scare me in those needles and that grinding noise. Not a fan of it. I'll just continue in my pain. But everything inside the dentist wants to heal the tooth. And he's going, come on, man, I can heal you. Yeah, that's the same thing that happens in the priest. Whenever we begin to hear people's sins and we begin to hear the pain in their heart, everything inside of us is on mission with Jesus Christ as a mission of mercy. And we want to absolve. We want to pour out that mercy. That's just the way it is. That's the truth. You see, Jesus says to St. Faustina in the diary of that divine mercy, He says, all of the sins of the world are like one little drop of water in the ocean of my mercy. And what happens when you put a drop of water in the ocean? Well, it disappears. You can't go back and get it. It's gone. It's consumed. You see, that's what happens right there in that little room, in that reconciliation room where, where Jesus' mercy consumes your sins. It's taken away. It's lifted from you. You know, one thing that has been very moving to me as a priest during all this pandemic, these past four weeks has been the drive through confessions right outside over here. There's been some weekends for a quarter of a mile long. You guys have been lined up in your cars, on your bicycles, jogging up. There's been an awakening inside of people's hearts for mercy, for confession, for repentance, to turn away. An awakening has happened in the midst of this pandemic that is an absolute grace. And my little priestly heart leaves those confessionals after three to four hours of absolute joy. Because mercy was poured out. Because your hunger for His mercy was unquenchable. You know, I love hearing confessions. It's one of the greatest joys of my life as a priest. I've heard confessions on airplanes thousands of miles up. Someone's talking to me about their sins, and all of a sudden my heart's burning. I'm like, would you like to receive absolution for that? Father, I would love to. Boom, right there on the airplane. I've heard confessions in grocery stores. <laughs> I've heard confessions in parking lots. I've heard confessions at dinner tables. Yeah, I'm sitting at a dinner table with 12 people. And all of a sudden, this person next to me begins telling me all of their sins. Maybe it was the wine talking. I don't know. But they begin telling me all of their sins. And so all of a sudden, they're like, Father, can I just like have absolution? I'm like, absolutely. So right there at the dinner table, there's confession. Wherever the brokenness of our human condition is, there is God's mercy. I've, I've heard confessions while working out in a gym, right? 
I've heard confessions while walking around campus. Yeah, like God's mercy is always there. It's always reaching out. His mercy is always reaching out into the depths of our humanity and the brokenness of our world. His mercy is there. So the priest is on the mission of Jesus Christ, that mission of mercy. So I would just say to you, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to come to the sacrament of reconciliation. It's just an encounter with God's mercy. That's all it is. You will hear Jesus say, peace be with you. You're here. You've returned. You've come home. And so your heart will be freed. Your sins will be drowned in an ocean of His mercy. And you'll be able to live as free men and women. No longer shackled by the slavery of our sins. But set free by Jesus Christ. And this beautiful sacrament that He has given to us. And so let us run to the sacrament of reconciliation. Let us with all of our hearts turn to Jesus and ask in Him for the mercy that we so desire. Amen.